Oh my god! Welcome back, everyone, to hashtag same. This is episode four, where we talk about relationships, all about love. What's and love got, got to, to do, do with it? it? Got to do, do with it? Pow! It. <laughs> Everything. So, <laughs> take me on a journey of your love life. How was oh, how was love growing up? Love growing up. I mean, okay, let's just say. So, I was always mature for my age. Let me say that. But, I mean, obviously, we all still have maturing to do. So, I had several boyfriends. Not at the same time. <laughs> but, like... Polygamy, we love it. <laughs> I've, like, gone through my fair share of, like, dating, even young. Even just, like, in middle school, high school. I know that sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. As an adult now. Because if someone... If I were to talk to a middle school, high schooler now, I'd probably be like, ha, ha. <laughs> you're funny sit down but then I have to like I have to remember that was me yeah so me and my now husband met when we were 16 wow and we have been together ever since so this year will be nine years of being together and two one year being married yes so yeah it doesn't change Long we'll journey. talk about that but nothing's changed alright it's just legal now um but that's just the gist how about you? Um, this October will be two years. Wow. Yeah. That went by fast. It really has. Um, that would be my longest relationship I've ever had. <laughs> um, my only relationship I've ever had with the other person being out. <laughs> so how did you meet your now boyfriend? Um, like everyone does nowadays, Tinder, <laughs> dating apps. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with dating apps. I think they're the funniest thing. I think they're the most horrible thing. And I think they're the greatest thing. It works for a lot of people. Yes. It also doesn't work for a lot of people. And that's the point of that's it. That's true. A lot of them are just about hookups is what I hear. Yeah, well, that's grinder for my community. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, Tinder, its algorithm is geared to keep you single. So you keep swiping. Really? Yeah. So. I don't- me and Kevin been together so long. Literally, we don't. We've never been on dating apps. Yeah, you had to live vicariously through me. I think when before, right before we started dating, I, there was hot or not. Oh, which was kind of like Tinder, I guess. Was now. that before Meet Me or it was after? Swapping. It was swiping or whatever. Not uh-huh. hot, hot. Not yeah. hot, hot. So that think that was the original Tinder. Hmm. I mean, I don't even know what happened. You probably had to pay for something if you wanted to message them. Probably. Who knows? But it didn't matter. I got in a relationship pretty fast with Kevin. And we did not meet on yeah. dating app. We met through a mutual friend at that time. Do you want to talk about how your meeting? Yeah, sure. So, it's so weird. Okay, so ironically, I was hanging out with another guy, like, the night before uh, that I was, like, talking to at that time. Uh, before I met Kevin and he was cool or whatever but I think he ended up ghosting me and then like trying to reappear later on when but then I was already involved with Kevin so our mutual friend was spent the night at the house because our moms were friends too and we I lived in like a pretty large house so they he's like slept upstairs or something so he wakes up in the morning he's like want to go with me uh, to my friend's house, I need to pick up a birthday present, like that he got me or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, can we stop at McDonald's and get some breakfast burritos?" <laughs> so I think we went to McDonald's first because it was like on the way to where Kevin lived, and Kevin was the friend. 
Mm-hmm. So we get there, and like I said, I like hung out with someone else the night before. I had clip-on extensions in my hair, I think. Like, that was the thing back then. My hair was, like, <laughs> my, cur- my hair was curly. I still had, like, leftover makeup on, so I wasn't, like, that ugly, I guess. And I had, like, leggings on and, like, a sweatshirt. Classic Amber. Yeah, whatever. Um, So we pulled to Kevin's house, and him, Kevin, and, like, two other guys walk out, and they uh, apparently got, like, super drunk the night before and they were like hungover and Kevin had a white shirt on it was stained literally Tim McGraw song I had a barbecue stain on a white t-shirt that's what it gave that's what it was giving me and um they just seemed like you know generic boys or whatever so I'm standing there and our mutual friend was like wanting to get there talking and Kevin was the only boy that offered me his chair. He was like, "Would you like to sit?" I said, "No, thank you." But out of all, like out of all the boys, no one's ever, and no one ever. It's something that simple. Mm-hmm. Chivalry. It, yeah, chivalry. Chivalry. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> chivalry. Yes. Was not dead. No. So I already knew he was a like, gentleman. So, um, that was just us meeting. Like, we were talking. That was the first time we ever even seen each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was pretty close coming up to my sweet 16. My big old party I was going to have for my, <laughs> uh, for my close friends and stuff. So, that guy ghosted me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have to have a date for my sweet 16. So, I messaged this mutual friend. I said... Give me that guy's number. And we started talking. We were talking for like a week or two. I invited him to my uh, birthday party. As your date. As my date. He didn't even realize. Like, we're literally talking <laughs> for like a week or two. And guys, don't judge me. So, I had a limo. That was basically my birthday. I had like a huge cake. And it was just like a party at the house. But the cool part was like a limo. It was driving us around. And um, so I have Kevin sitting next to me, and he's like hopping around the room. I was like, why won't he stay still next to me? <laughs> oh my god, he didn't realize that he was even my date. But that I think once like he realized that, and we had music and stuff, so we were all like all slow dancing in the living room and stuff like that. He asked me out that night. No, why y'all were slow dancing? Yeah, it wasn't on my birthday. I mean. I had already turned 16. It was days after that I had my actual party. But yeah. So that's how we met. And that's... And... <laughs> I don't know if I should go. He asked my dog out. First of all, he thought he was funny. Back then, Kevin had like little childish jokes. Back uh, then? Yeah. Dad <laughs> he like... Kevin was born to be a dad. All he had was dad jokes. So like... We're kissing outside and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, gonna ask me to be his girlfriend. And he's like, Will you go out with me? Shadow. <laughs> and he thought he was funny. This was my dog at the time. You could tell he was nervous, though. Oh, of course. We were young. We were so young. <laughs> and you said yes, yes for Shadow? <laughs> yeah. You didn't even acknowledge the shadow I don't, part? I can't remember. Oh. I just remember that's ingrained in my head. Yeah. That dog is dead now. R.I.P. Shadow. Yeah. Yours is like a classic love story. Is it? Mine? Should it be a movie? <laughs> no. 
I don't know about a movie. Exactly. But it's, it's like a classic love story. Mine's more of a modern love story. Yeah. We swiped each other on Tinder. We talked for like a week or two, you know, kept up a snap streak. And then finally he's like, you know, come out, you know, I got errands to run. You can just hang out with me, which, you know, I I, I like that idea because it was, it was able to talk more. It's not like go see a movie and can't yeah. talk. So I, he lived an hour and a half away from me. So I drove an hour and a half over, well, it was about an hour to his house. I get to his house. I um, get out of my car and of course I knew it was him, but he walked out of the house looking angry and looking at me like I like. That's not the guy in the picture. <laughs> like, he just looked at me like I wasn't supposed to be here. So I, I was like, oh, my God, I got the wrong house. I got the wrong house. I was Turns like, out he's just a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I should get back in my car. This is awkward. Like, I, I'm at the wrong house, even though I know that's him. And he goes, are you Steven? <laughs> and I go, yes. <laughs> and he's like, come on, get in my truck. <laughs> so I got into his truck. And, um... He ha- uh, he uh, opens like his cubby or whatever or something, and he puts his gun in there, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting murdered. This is the day I get murdered. And let's just, for the record, say that Stephen, anytime he ever went on a date, gave me his location. Yes, my we location were, was we being shared. We were very safe. Yes, always be safe. Always be safe. Share your location with your best friend, mom, cousin, sister, someone. That will be there for you and can locate your dead body because that's where I thought I was going to be that night. That's um, so I get in his truck and everything and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. He has a gun because, you, you know, I'm afraid of guns. Welcome to Louisiana. <laughs> Welcome to Louisiana, baby. Boop, boop, boop. He's not as scared anymore, though. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I'm still scared to shoot him, but. But you won't. <laughs> No, no, you go back and forth. I go back and forth. But anyways, so we run a couple errands. Um. The funny part is he actually took me to my place of work, which... Not the one you worked at. Not the one I worked at, but a different location. And then we went and looked at uh, kittens and everything. And we ate at this Mexican restaurant, which was terrible. The salsa tasted like soap. Um, And before he turned into the Mexican restaurant, there was an 18-wheeler coming at me. Um, and he turned as the 18 wheeler was coming where the 18 wheeler had to honk on and slow down. So oh I almost gosh. died again. Um, but what got me is when we were, when we were shopping or whatever, I, uh, I point at some Clorox and I go, that's my favorite drink. And he laughs. I was like, okay, he gets my sense of humor. So then we get, finally we do go to the Mexican place and everything gets out. He, um, he actually has plates in his hips so he he starts walking up the steps and he's like he's like don't mind my dad hips and i just burst out laughing and then we sat down um we ate and everything and then we went back to his place and we watched a movie and you know it was just sweet and he's like can i cuddle you and i was like yeah and that it was it was a very sweet moment i think i think at that moment i knew like you know he was funny a little intimidating at first but even though I was like, you know, I'm going to die today, I never actually felt unsafe. He made me feel, you know, safe. And love I, at first fright. You love at first fright. <laughs> so that after that moment, I was like, yeah, there'll be a second date. Because I, I felt like I was comfortable around him. I, would, I didn't have, like, the first date jitters. That's 
what our that's what my other friend Ashley said when you know you know mm-hmm. type of thing. She never felt uncomfortable with Jordan. Yeah. Like they just instantly clicked. Yeah. Never felt uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't think there's ever a moment where you know, I'd get embarrassed or whatever, but I don't think there was ever a moment where I felt like judged. I never felt judged. And you I know. feel like I feel like I could say that with Kevin too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you couldn't judge him because of the barbecue sauce stain. Oh, so how was sure. how was he gonna judge you for some uh, clippings? <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know. Um, Gosh. But before we found who we are with now. Now we're not gonna say any names. Obviously, we'll tell stories, but yeah. we won't ever say anyone's name. Do you have any dating horror stories? Oh gosh. So, like I said, I'm very mature for my age at the time. So I was still getting, you know, rides to dates, <laughs> and I was meeting a guy at a movie theater, and then we were so late. Do you remember which movie? It was some stupid shark, probably Sharknado or some stupid Not stuff. Sharknado with Tara something, Reed. Something that I basically missed the whole first movie. Like, he ended up having to buy more tickets. And we went and watched it. And was he late was, too, or? No, no, I was late. You were the late one. Because I had to get a ride. I was too... That's why you're not late anymore. That triggered you. Oh, well. I think because my parents didn't know, like, I was trying to go on a date. I was like, oh. you need to go to the movie, you need to go to the movie now. Oh, <laughs> it was all secretive. Yeah, I mean. Did you have a second date? No. <laughs> I don't know if that was because of me or him, though. But, I mean, he was, I think he was older than me, a little bit older. Obviously, he could drive himself to the movie. Oh. <laughs> and I was not driving yet. I don't know if I had a permit or what. I can't remember the ages. But I think we held hands at the movies. I don't think we kissed or anything, but that was it. And then, like, and that was just the thing when we were younger. It was movie dates. You don't get to know someone during a movie. You can't talk. <laughs> don't talk yeah. to me. I want to watch the movie. Yeah. Um, there that was. That wasn't a that wasn't a horror, but it's awkward. That's one awkward date. Most of my horror stories are from movie dates. Right. So nothing ever good comes. No, nothing ever good comes. Um, the first one was right when I started college and everything. Oh my gosh, uh, I remember this guy. There was this guy who was really smart. And we thought he, he was probably one of the better looking ones that Steven had yeah. got, like that came across. Yeah. There's only so many gay people in <laughs> South Louisiana. <laughs> But no, like he was, he was good looking, you know, he was smart that, you know, he seemed to have a sense of personality. We talked about psychology, which, you know, I love psychology. Yeah. Um, that was his major and everything. So we ended up, uh, you know, we, we decided to go on a date and we were going to see uh, Star Wars Rogue One. So he lives on campus in the, I guess. Question. Yes. But did he ghost you? Not ghost you? Like, didn't he call? Did y'all ever call off a date before? Like, he canceled before y'all finally got to this one? I think we moved it to a different day. Okay. That's what I think it was. So you're going to see Rogue One? I'm going to see Rogue One. So uh, he lived on campus at the honors housing or whatever. So I, So he didn't have a car or whatever. So I picked him up and everything. I get there... And he is like 20 minutes late. 
which I have a thing about other people being late, especially when it's, you know, on me. Picking him up. I know. And he was late walking out of his door. Literally. Um, He like just woke up and it was like, I want to say one o'clock at noon. I mean, I understand we're college kids. Sounds like you would have canceled if you weren't already there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I woke him up (laughs) by calling him. But anyways, he gets in the car and like he's, he's not, he's not like entirely different person, but he's a little different than how he texts. He's very slow and speaking and everything. So we finally, we get to the movies and everything. And I am not a fan of Star Wars. I mean, I think Star Wars is a cool fan base or whatever, but I've never seen a Star Wars movie in my life. All I knew is about Star Wars. I watched like all the Star Wars like in one night because a a boy that I had a crush on liked them. That's too much. That's how it started. That's too much. I was like, I I need to be able to conversate. Yeah. You know? So my, my expanse of knowledge for Star Wars was Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Chewbacca. And Chewbacca. R2-D2. And is Jar Jar Banks Binks part of it? Yeah, and, Jar Jar Binks. Okay, and R2-D2 and CP3O. Anyways, so the girl in the movie in Rogue One, she has brown hair and it's up. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I look towards him and I go, is that Princess Leia? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, that's Princess Leia. So this whole movie, I'm convinced that I'm watching this. This is Princess Leia. She just... I just thought that was like her undercover name. I don't know what I was thinking. Anyways, so this was at a place where you could also eat and everything. And he ordered a salad. Then he ordered like the basic salad. like No dressing? Just lettuce and dressing. That's it. Oh, like what? Yeah, like no croutons, no little bacon bits, no onions. It was very weird. Um, And then he's like, do y'all have hot coffee? And he orders Shut a up. he orders a cup of hot coffee to wake himself up. Anyways, I find out in the movie because they spoiler alert they die. And I'm like Princess Leia can't die, and then it clicked. That was not Princess Leia the whole movie. I watched a whole movie thinking it was Princess Leia. I don't remember if I confronted First him. Of all, you, okay, there's so many things wrong with that sentence, but only the real fans will know. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I don't think I ever confronted him about that, but he did tell me his favorite song was Brown Eyes by Lady Gaga, and I still have it in my playlist to this day. Because, you know, I just... You love music. Yeah, yeah and I, I like... I love music, too, but you, like, really connect to it. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, I am I never saw him again. We never had another date or anything. Was he... Didn't we discover that he was probably high? Uh, yes, he was addicted to ecstasy. Yeah, after there was... Like you said, never... We had him on social media because I stalked every guy. Guess where he is he... now? Married? New York City. Oh. <laughs> He's in New York City. Still, you know, ecstasy, but now New York. Oh, we have a funny story, too. Once we keep talking about all these exes or ex-dates. Yeah. Stevens has, like, a triangle. Oh, I have a smorgasbord of There's just one guy disasters. that Stephen went on a date with who has dated every single guy Stephen has like been on a date with. oh yeah okay i'll tell that date so after weird. my second disaster movie date because i really want to tell this one so people know what is okay and what is not okay to say on a date do it so we okay i did some faux pas too uh, we went to this date i had i worked like seven days in a row i was tired but i was like you know i'm still going on a date with this guy 
So I meet this guy. And my idea of a date, I'm going to wear a button-up. I'm going to at least wear some nice jeans and shoes. You know, it's like it's like October. Like, you wear fall clothes. It was like October, November. So it's like you wear fall clothes, button-up. He came in basketball shorts and a dingy tee. Which, you know, I wasn't going to judge him at first, you know. You know, maybe maybe that's his style. Oh, we're judging. I was judging a little bit. First impression, you know. Yeah. So we go to see Phoenix. Um, the X-Men movie, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um it wasn't good because guess what i ended up having a drink and falling asleep in it yes um there was a part where he wakes me up and he goes were you sleeping i go no he goes you were snoring (laughs) he goes you were snoring (laughs) i go and i go yes i was sleeping but let me tell you also why i was sleeping because i tried seven days in a row i like talking during movies and i know everyone hates when people talk during movies supposed to do movies as first dates yeah, but I want to talk about it. So uh, he kind of like, he didn't say shh, but he kind of like, you know, turned his head when I was talking, kind of like a signal for me to be quiet. So with me being quiet, the movie's boring and I have nothing to talk about. I'm going to down my drink and go to sleep. So sure enough, I down my little X-Man featured drink that had like, Two shots of tequila and I went to bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're very strong. So, at the end of the movie, we get out and everything. And I'm not very good at making decisions. And he goes, where do you want to eat? And I go, I don't know. And he goes, he would not He would not let me decide. You're, so, you're better now. I'm a little better now. But finally, I said, you know, Italian. I love Italian. He goes, no. And I was like, oh, no. Well, oh, don't no. ask me, buddy. Exactly. I, I literally said, then don't ask me. That's what I knew. There was going to be a second date, but I had to, I had to continue. I can't just leave. I was like, just bring me home. So sure enough, across from the little plaza was this Mexican restaurant called Moe's. Oh my God. We go into Moe's. We, you know, I don't know why. Mexican? I don't know why it's always Mexican, especially, you know, me being gay and everything. You're not supposed to eat Mexican. What? Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways. So, you know, me, I got like nachos or something because, you know. I never really eat on a date. <laughs> Every other guy on a date will eat except for the weird salad guy. Um, so we're eating there and everything. And he goes, he goes, he, like, he just randomly, like, I'm just trying to eat a nacho. And he goes, so what kind of toys you like? Toys? I said, excuse me? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, that's all he said. That's all. That's the whole context I said. I said, like like action figures i'm like i don't i don't play with toys like what what are you talking about he's like oh i have drawings and he showed me drawings of different toys he created they were dildos (gasps) different dildos he created um stop and he's like do you like that one i said no (laughs) he's like how about this one i said i'm uncomfortable one was a ghost it was like a ghost dildo I don't know how to explain it, but like, <laughs> like, like the tip, it, it was, you know, like a sheet ghost, yeah. like it's just two eyes and white. His idea was that, was that, you know, at the tip was two black holes and the rest of it was white and the shaft billowed out into like a little curtain, which, you know, I thought was cute. I said, oh, that's cute. You know, trying not to be rude. And he's like, would you let me use it on you? First of all, sir, it's just a drawing. Know you. Yeah, first of all, sir, it's just a drawing. What are you using? A pencil? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. No. 
And I was like, I don't feel comfortable talking about if that. He made drawings and he probably made them. They're probably at home or something. I don't know. That. But I literally be... said, I don't feel comfortable talking about that. And that he goes, was never a date then. That he was looking for something else. No, he goes, oh, okay. And then he proceeds to show me real toys. He's like, well, do you like these? And I'm like, I've already said I don't feel comfortable talking about that. And he's like, well, then what do you want to talk about? Like, oh my God. first of all, he has no let me tell you. So, you know, I was like, Doesn't you know, like Italian food. No, personality. <laughs> no, he definitely had a personality. So finally, I'm like, because we didn't talk much. It was, it was like we talked for a couple days and like, hey, we go on a date kind of thing. And we didn't talk for like a week or anything. So I didn't know much, much about him. I know he was a manager somewhere. So I'm like, you know, you know, tell me about yourself. He's like, well, I'm a manager at Domino's. I live with my brother. And then he goes on a 10 minute spiel on how he hates his brother. If his brother died the next day, he wouldn't care. These are red flags, people. And that was before the date? This was during the date. Oh. Because I last known. Oh, him. I think I remember you telling me Yes. Now. He was yeah. like 27 he was a manager at Domino's, which is fine. You know, get your money. But then he goes on to tell me how, like, he hates his brother. He's hated his brother his whole life. Like, we went through his whole trauma about his brother. And he's like... Once again, sounds like another serial killer. Yes. So, we get out and everything. And we're walking to our cars. And he looks at me and he goes, there's not going to be a second date, is there? And I go, probably not. Bye-bye. I didn't even say bye. I got my car <laughs> and drove off. <laughs> Slam your door and lock it. Literally. Oh my god. Yeah. So those were the only two first movie dates. Uh yeah, I've been on some other movie dates, but none of those. But were... those were like not the first time. What do you mean? Like the first date that you and that person like went on. That was the first date me and that person. I know went. you and that person, and then the first guy, the college guy. Yeah, those but were. Was only... there any other people that you went on first dates at the movies? Um, no. What other? Uh, I've had coffee dates. I've had walk around yeah. shopping dates. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh my God. I've been. No, I've had date. I've had, well, we can talk about that crazy guy now. The, like, so. Which crazy guy? Wait, the one that is like connected to all the other yes. guys you've ever dated? Yes. Or went on a date with? Yes. So, preface: I was on Tinder, and I've I've made a lot of friends from Tinder. Like, I still have friends on my Snapchat now that I have from Tinder. Like, you know, not everything was a date. Not everything, you know, yeah, came it, out it, that. Doesn't it claim? Yeah. Some of them claim to, to look for friends. Yeah, I like you know maybe the the idea was to go on dates or whatever, but I found people that you know were friends and everything. So there was this one guy, and we never went on a date. We just talked. Um, I got the vibe. He was very intense. I don't like very intense people. Yeah. He was very like, let's get married and have kids. And I'm like, I'm in college. I, that's, like, that's not happening. Yeah. Like we haven't met. We never went on a date and I don't know why, but I, I kept him on my Snapchat, you know, and that was fun and everything. And then that was around the time we went to Disney world. Was it? I think it was around the time we went to Disney world. Cause because I posted on Snapchat that I was in Disney World wearing my uh, little Rainforest Cafe outfit. And that's when he blew up on me. He's like, how are you going to ignore me? Everything. 
like you're probably looking for other dudes and i'm like i don't even know you wow it was crazy so then you know still kept him on the back burner i don't know why i should have blocked him then i should have but i think i like the drama you like the attention sure (laughs) we'll say the attention so i went on dates some other guys and it turns out this this guy has dated or been on dates with almost every single guy that i've been on dates with mm-hmm. and they all know him as the crazy guy isn't he married now too he is married now and now he goes around talking to other boys saying that he's in an abusive relationship oh, God. it's crazy it really is crazy And they're all out there. Say, what yeah. that psychologist teaches, you walk past one psychopath a day. Yeah, and you know he's. I mean, he still follows me on Snapchat, so watch out. That's why we're not saying no names. Yeah, but you know the story. You know who you are. Exactly. I'm trying to think. So, I never. I've only dated a handful of people, <laughs> maybe one or two people that we went to school with. Mm-hmm. I've always dated, like, outside of school. So, let me preface now. The guy who is now my husband, he did not go to my school. And and you've never dated anyone in school, right? Because... I've had... Was there other... There's maybe two other gay people? Yeah, that were out. Right, right. Yes. So... We won't talk about the ones that were in the closet. Right, that's their business. So... I mean, just talking about, gosh, I'm not going to say no names. What about your Dear John letters you would write? Oh, that's me and Kevin. No, the YCP. That, we didn't write letters. Me and Kevin wrote letters to each other. I thought you would write letters to the guy in boot camp. Mm-mm. And then he tried calling so, you. So, Kevin did not finish school. He ended up going to trade school. Mm-hmm. And he's very successful now. So, sometimes that... Is the game of life. And it worked out great for him. Exactly. I tell you, everything happens for a reason. So when Kevin was not at school, I was. And obviously we can't have our phones. So I would write him throughout the day on my and on a piece of paper. And like a note. And when I'd get home, I'd give him my note to tell him how my day went. And if he wrote me, and sometimes he'd write me notes. Like if he had time or didn't, wasn't doing anything. And would give me his notes. And I have them laminated in a binder. Letters to Julia. Oh, God. We were, we were so in love. It was such puppy love. I was like, I love you so much to infinity and beyond. I love <laughs> you more than you could ever love me. It was great. Speaking of love, we're also obsessed with the five love languages. Yes. So, the five love languages are physical contact. Physical touch. Quality time. Words of affirmation, gifts, and acts of service. Yes. Now, in a perfect world, obviously, you need all of those things. Yes. But just like personality tests and stuff, you can take a quiz. And, like, for example, my love language, I give gifts. I feel like gift, I give gifts or do acts of service, probably. 
that's how I give my love, but that doesn't mean... That's how you receive. That's right. how you like to receive your love. Right. It could be two different things. That yeah. is your first and foremost. All right. So you like to give love with gifts and acts of service. How do you like to receive love? I think gifts, probably. But it's not... That sounds so selfish. It might be uh, quality time also. Mm-hmm. I like quality time. Um, but... It's not about giving me a gift. It's like the you thought, thought about me. You know me. You know what I like. You were doing something during your day. And thought about and me. And you thought about me and picked me up. Something that you knew I would like. That's where I really like. That mm-hmm. feels sentimental. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just like growing up too. Like if we always went to the store or something. My dad always picked my mom up something. Yeah, and it's just like growing up, like when you're a little kid and you got toys as gifts for Christmas, you're like, oh my God, yes. And then now that you're an adult, you get gift cards. It's it's not the same excitement. Right. It's more... So to know, like, you get something you really like. Yeah. But I also like quality time. Like, even just in general, like, not talking about, like, in love, just love in general. Like, with my friends. Mm-hmm. I enjoy hanging out and... My favorite quote is to know someone, to love someone is to know somebody. To love someone is to know someone. So you can't, you can't love someone unless you know them. And you can't love anyone if you don't love yourself. (laughs) You can't love yourself. How are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? Amen. (laughs) RuPaul. Uh, So what's yours? Um, So I like to give love with gifts, obviously. Me and you are the same way. We we love, we love to be the best gift givers. Exactly. It is a accomplishment we have to get. Um, I get that compliment, too. Like, uh, our other friend, Tony, she says, you just remember everything. And I really don't. Like, I feel like I don't have the best memory, but it's because I remember you like animal Important crackers. Important things. I, I remember things. she liked animal crackers or something. Yeah. Like, just the craziest things. Leopard I guess print. a lot of people don't wouldn't remember yeah and i think that's a huge compliment yeah um i wouldn't say i i just feel like i personally do acts of service just in general i don't know if that's my way of giving love i think this is just who i am personality since our personality is almost exactly the same exactly but my other one is words of affirmation i because you know growing up i always loved to hear how proud someone was of me and stuff so i really like that's one of my love language to receive so that's why I think it's so important to give as well. So like I'm a manager, so with my employees, I love making sure they know they're recognized. I appreciate them. I'm proud of them. Stuff like that. And So do you give words of affirmation because you want words of affirmation? Exactly. See, I think I give gifts because I that's how I, I like I said, in a perfect world we want all of it. It every relationship should have every single one of these, but some just are forerunners front runners or something um i think i give acts of service like because i love cooking yeah. oh gosh food is a love language mm-hmm. uh, was it I the way to a man's heart is through his stomach yeah and um our old manager also told us another thing <laughs> that's a little explicit <laughs> so um <laughs> but I, I feel like i cook and i cook with love and bake so I make sure. I think that also goes with quality time because you got to put time into it. I'm a housewife, but I'm pretty damn close. Pretty darn close. Yeah. Um, 
uh, my other favorite love language to receive is quality time. I am not talking about like we're just in the same room. Like you take time to, you know, you know, it's just like it's just like hanging out with your friends. If you're hanging out in a group, yeah, that's quality time. Don't be there, don't be on your phone. Exactly. You know? It's just like an intimate setting. I like intimacy. I think I think that's also why we like asking like deep insightful questions to each other. Because yeah. it's that quality time. You're, you know, it's it's not surface level. Yes, deep. Um, Everyone, I mean, physical touch is not for everybody. No. And we're very modest. I mean, if this podcast gets really huge, maybe we'll have an episode about that one day. But as of now, <laughs> we won't dive deep into that. Um, and sometimes it's not always explicit. Yeah, and I would actually say my least favorite... Uh, love languages, physical touch. That's crazy. Yeah, I just. I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's just. It's I want the, them all. It's the most simple out of all of them. I think my least is probably words of affirmation, and I want it. Like I mm-hmm. want to be told I'm beautiful, um, but I always ask for it. Like me and Kevin do. It's it's always the same. You don't think I'm pretty? Yes, you're pretty. Oh my god, like Tracy Why from Very Odd Parents. <laughs> well, you didn't tell me that. Like, so it's always like you have to ask. Tell me I'm pretty. Pretty much. Yeah. Feed me and tell me I'm pretty. Yeah. yeah. Um, acts of service I appreciate, but not as much as a normal person would. Because I like to do a lot of things myself. So Independent. Yeah. So like, you know, there's a lot of people I that, that would like growing up, you know, like the mom's like, you know, got to get the house clean before dad comes home. Like, thanks for doing it, but you did it wrong. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. Kevin's really good at cleaning, but I can't find anything, and he can't remember where yeah, he put it yeah. either. So I, it's, yeah, it, I think that's a big part of it because when I have something that way, I know where everything is. I can tell you the exact coordinates. I can draw a diagram if there's a paper clip on the desk. It's seven, in the second drawer to the right. Exactly. Duh, the but when someone else cleans it, or um, you're like where to go, and they're like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, dang it. You put it away. Where would you mean you don't know? Where could it possibly be? But any other act of service, like... Um... Yeah, let's get into them. Physical touch, obviously. Intimacy, and not always. Yeah. Sometimes, like, me and Kevin, when we sleep, our like, at least our foot has to be touching. Yeah. I don't like to be cuddled all the time. Like, it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's our feet. <laughs> we live in our, Southern Louisiana. It's foot, hot. like, always has to, like, be touching or something. Um... So that it can even be something as simple as that. Like, you know, there's people that just always have to, like, be touching their partner, like, their leg or something. Yeah. Uh, Quality time. Obviously, spending time together. Spending time. Not not just spending time together. I want to preface that quality time is more than just sitting in the same room. Yes. It's effort. Yes. I'd rather spend an hour of us talking than 24 hours locked in a box together. Putting my time as priority. Yes. Like, if you had the choice to go out with your friends or stay and, like, you know, hang out with you, you want, it's like being a priority in time. Words of affirmation, obviously. Oh, love it. Pride. Oh, my God, you're beautiful. Love it. Like, I'd say it's, like, one of my lower ones because, like, of course I want it. We want all of them. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't stick with me. I'm not going to remember that you told me you were proud of me. 
I'm not gonna oh. remember when you called me beautiful. I will. If you if well, you turn around and say you're you. disappointing me, I'd be like three days that's and seven minutes ago, you said you were proud of me. How can you be disappointing me now? I got the Rolodex. Uh, see, I... But no, I love. I'm I'm like very bashful when it comes to it. But you know, secretly, I, love, I just eat it up. It's like, like giving yes. a compliment in public. Yes. Like you, I get them from time to time. Yeah. You're so pretty, or like something. Yeah. You, know, it's you got a really dollar. Nice. I can't. No. <laughs> No, it it it, it, it doesn't stick with me. Yeah, cause I don't know. I feel thanks when you walk away. You also don't care what other people think at all. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Yeah. What's next? Gifts. Gifts. And like we discussed that, it's yes. not just about oh here's presents I'm buying your love. It's not that. Yeah. It's you truly know someone and know what they would like exactly. and you thought of them and you got it for them my favorite thing is to make a list of things i want for birthdays or christmas and everything and they get something that's not on that list something really sentimental with sentimental sentimental. i don't care if it took you two dollars to fold a piece of card and put happy birthday i will appreciate more than something i actually put on my list yeah because that means i had to tell you one time I got Steven a book and we like both cried. Oh my god. It was like just a book that was his favorite book and it he was didn't stolen. It. it was stolen. Yeah. It wasn't stolen. I lent it and they never gave it back. They never gave it back. And I ended up getting him that book. And we both like I like teared up because you like teared up and, and I you wrote a little message in it and it's literally right behind your head. I wrote a message in it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then last one's acts of service. So for example, Cleaning, cooking, washing your car. Um, Me and Steven, he helped me redo. Kevin has a room in our house that is like dedicated to like, it's like his game room, his mm -hmm. man cave. Steven helped me revamp this whole thing when Steven. It was uh, fun. When Kevin was away on a weekend, we put his posters in in frames. We hung everything up. We organized his comic books. New drapery, you name it. It was awesome and looked amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. Much better, and we put like lights yeah. and stuff. And you know, that's a, that's a big act of service. It was like a surprise. Too. Yeah, I think I think that's like we like to give it to because of the reaction we get out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, like there's been times where I've thrown a birthday party, and <laughs> <laughs> no shade, but there's there's been a time I've thrown a birthday party and there was no reaction whatsoever, and I'd be like, I will never throw a birthday party. I will never do any surprises I ever again. Surpri- you know, funny enough, and it's not about me. Sorry. But that person doesn't like surprises that, yeah. and that was the whole point. She she appreciated you don't like it. Surprise that much either. Like you do, like you like surprises, but it kills you if As, you know. If I know about something, if like, I know there is a surprise, I, I have to know. Today and you, it's gonna eat you alive. It is. And, and then as soon as I know, Same all the, all the joy goes out of it. I'm like, oh, I wish I never knew. <laughs> right. Yeah. I feel like that's it's like intense. Yeah, it has to be a full on surprise. Like you'd, we'd have when we surprise you for like holidays or your birthday, it has to completely be off guard. That reminds me of like a uh, so growing up, my mom would hide the Christmas presents in the closet, and we all knew this, but we never went in. But one year, me and my sister got brave, and we opened the closet, and we saw our Christmas gifts. Oh, my mother bawled. She cried. And I, that, I, I just think. Well, did y'all believe in Santa? I don't remember. 
Well, y'all knew that the gifts were in there, so I guess not. Or yeah. you knew it was your mom's gift. Well, Santa always bring the biggest gift. Okay. So the, the, those were other gifts that were in there. But I, I remember my mom being distraught. So obviously, you know, one of her love language had to be gifts. Yeah. Because, like, it's, it's one thing to get angry that, that, you know, they saw him, but she actually, you know, felt saddened by it. So I, th- I think one of her love languages is gifts. So that's why anytime her birthday or Mother's Day or Christmas comes around, I always try to get the most thoughtful gift. And I always win. White diamond perfume. Oh, I always <laughs> got to get that. that. That's just a staple. Yeah, that's um, funny. It's like recently um, she, she's been having a rough time and everything. So I booked us to go to a concert in October for a Queen cover concert. Does she know this? I or? just I told her yesterday. Okay. And she's like, like oh my god. She yeah. Um. But she even mentioned she's like, she's like, you know, I I like when it's just me and you and we we do these things together. Which you know, obviously, her other love language is quality time. Yeah. So it's the little things that you notice about a person where you can find out what their love language is. And there's a whole book out there, y'all. And there's like quizzes you can take if mm-hmm. you're curious. And it's. Like we said, you need them all. In a good, perfect relationship, you need it all. Yeah. You Um, also need to learn what your spouse's is, too. Yes. So you know how to uh, efficiently love them. Because you may love giving gifts, but that doesn't mean they love receiving gifts. That's right. They like surprise party. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's good to learn, you know, your friends, your family, your relationships, you know, what their love languages are. It's a, it's just a better way to connect with them. That's right. So, moving on to love, it leads in relationships. It leads to marriage. Marriage. Then comes a baby, and a baby cares. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm married. I just got married November twentieth, twenty twenty one. So we're almost up to the one year anniversary. That's right. That's right. It didn't change anything because we've been together so long. It's it feels like the same now. It's just legal, and we get to call each other husband and wife. Yeah. So if I was on my deathbed, he gets to make the decision. Yes. You know what I mean? Um. Oh, I mean, my name changed too, obviously. Yeah, and your financial status with taxes changed too. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I said, legal, legal, yeah, legal. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of weddings, I have a big question. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, since I'm not married yet, I'm still fantasizing about my wedding. So my biggest question is, now that you've had your wedding, do you feel like you built up the fantasy too much or do you feel like it was everything that you thought it would be? It's so stressful. Stressful. And it goes by so fast in the moment. I mean, I'm ha- it was a very happy moment. Mm-hmm. So it, yes, there's obviously some joy and you can't wait to get your pictures back because you can relive those moments. Or wait 17 months for your videos. Oh my god, it took forever. No, the video is fast. The pictures took forever. Oh, the pictures. Um. So I, yeah, you probably build up a little bit in your head, but it goes by so fast. The is, whole wedding, cause you're you're go go go. You gotta say hey to everybody. Is is on to the next event of the wedding. So it's all, but it's it is what you dream. You get mm-hmm. to be the center of attention, and you're—it's all by you. And also, the people that don't want that were the ones that are gonna get eloped, or they don't want anything fancy. Yeah. It's maybe not the first time they've been married, but it was—it was good. Of course, you could 
I don't have regrets. I'm not a person of regret. Is there anything you would have changed, though? Oh, of course. There's always things that you wish would go better, but obviously I wouldn't change anything because I wouldn't be here today. Exactly. You know, like we said, we talked about, you know, every little thing. Mm -hmm. Light step, left step. So, I love my dress, but they're always coming out with cool dresses. They are. So, I had weight loss surgery before in like 2020 and i had like arm revisions like because i had so much loose skin on my arms Mm -hmm. and then he bought the surgeon botched my first one so he had to do it again so i had some pretty mighty scars on my arms and i'm not i'm okay with myself Mm -hmm. but my dress does like reveal my arms and one of them still like permanently has like a it's so weird like a fat pocket it's like one roll. It's like a roll. I got a garlic knot. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, in my right arm. So that is very clear in like all my pictures and wedding stuff. And I was just looking. That dress would have been really pretty with some sleeves. It would have. You know what I mean? Like if it would have came down to the wrist or and something. And it was kind of cold outside. I so it would have worked. very princess. Super long dress yeah very heavy but I, even to this day that i that, felt like a million dollars that dress was meant for you really i, I mean, think i think all of us teared up when we when he when we saw your dress when i we told you like it felt i did not know the price it of the it one. and i told them i've tried it on and i was like y'all it's probably ten thousand dollars it felt felt like ten thousand dollars huge it was elegant it was long yeah. it was cathedral length mm-hmm. or was it royal length royal no royal it was, it was so long <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was, and yeah. even the people in the boutique were like, you look like Cinderella, like a princess. Yeah. Ugh, so it was meant to be a river. Yeah. But things definitely went wrong and obviously things are out of your control. Yeah. Like when we were staying in the procession, they played the song you were going to walk down the aisle to. Yes. So part of my wedding party walked down to my song but... and they, in my maid, my maid of honor and Steven, my man of honor. I had both because it's my my wedding and I can have what I want. My wedding, my choice. Yeah. So they kept trying to tell them, that's not it. You're not playing the right song. And they're like, what? No, that's what she put down. No, it was not. Yeah. It was not. And you know what? The DJ wasn't there at the rehearsal. And oh, maybe if you're he right. was. He would have known. It would have worked. Yeah. And, the, and the, you know, the wedding I mean, planner sweared, you know, she got this. Mm-mm, she did not have it. My song would have been right, lady. Yeah. Everything else went beautiful, though. Well, you know, like I said, things come out of control. Yeah. So. They didn't play the whole song. They were able to tell. I was one or two table runners short, which I supplied myself. Was, mm-hmm. uh, my wedding colors were navy, maroon, and glitter gold. Mm-hmm. So all my bridesmaids were glitter gold, and the groomsmen wore navy, and me and Kevin wore white. The tablecloths were alternating navy mm-hmm. and maroon navy and maroon and then i got glitter table runners to go over the tablecloths so steven helped me set those up in the beginning and i stood on top of the staircase and like you know we were short yeah a couple but we made it work yeah we made it work um they threw away a lot of my wedding cake they did and that cost a lot of money yeah. so i would have i would have taken that cake home I would have, you know, gave it to people, froze the whole mm-hmm. day cake. I don't care. But as much they as you paid for it. threw away a huge, because I had four tears, because I had a vision in my head. Doesn't even mean I did invite actually that many people, but 
that amount of people did not show up. No, it was a beautiful cake though. So we paid extra. You know, we're up the, the number top tier because y'all. that's how many people we invited. Well, the, the, just the style of the cake I envisioned had four tiers. Yeah, that's I designed my, my wedding cake and they, they worked with me. Good enough, and but yeah, they threw away a lot of my cake. And upstairs, me and Kevin got to eat away from everybody before we Which were introduced. I thought was very cute. That oh, was a yeah. very good idea. They like idea. put you up a secret stairway. Well, they gave us our plate of food, and you know we're excited. We and I'm wearing a tight dress. It's not like I can eat all this food. Mm-hmm. So we're like, all right, we're done. And they were gonna put it into go box for us. Well, we thought maybe they'd refill it since we paid for all the food. You know, Mm-mm. no. What like if you ate a bite off that potato, that bite off the potato was in your box. <laughs> no refills. It's literally the scraps we had. And the food was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, that. I mean, that's a big thing. A lot of people mm-hmm. remember the food. Food is a big part of the wedding. Yeah. And we've looked at so many venues before choosing the one we did, which a friend got married at the one we did, but it just there's only so many wedding venues. Mm-hmm. That are either in the ones that people haven't got married at, maybe aren't affordable or something. So it's like that we or had cousins or family <laughs> that were you know married at all of these. So we did have a friend that had recently got married at the same venue, and they're mm. like they didn't mind. I mean, yeah. we didn't want to step on toes or like copycat or anything. But, but they're like, no, we don't care. It was the best bang for our buck with everything that was included. But obviously, things some things didn't go yeah. wrong. It could have been worse. You could have been married in a barn. That is for some people, though. I know. Barn weddings are very popular right now. The which white magnolia is really beautiful. Which it's very expensive. You are allowed to have your own opinion, but I, I don't know. Weddings are supposed to be classy or whatever. No. I want air conditioning. Yes. I agree. Um, now, the wedding me and you recently went to, that was nice. I, that, I felt cute, that yeah. that was pulled off right. Because it, it felt more intimate because it was supposed to be, you know, smaller mm-hmm. group or intimate. But if there is more than 50 people, do not do a barnyard wedding. That's too much hot and sweaty bodies. That is... Yeah. 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 Unless it's our dream. Like, yeah. like you said, it's the right to own, own opinion. What, I mean, the photographer was good when he was there. Yes. My, I'm talking about my wedding again, y'all. Yeah. I, it took me a lifetime past my contract to get my pictures. And I understand it's a long time, but he wasn't communicating with me. And then it was COVID season. Yeah. I literally thought, I physically thought my photographer died. At one point, I had to text him. I'm just saying, are you okay? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm just really busy. I'm like, okay, well, you know. It's past I basically, the contract I date. Like, I was like, I basically thought you were dead. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, and also, in my contract, I was supposed to get a bridal session. That never happened either. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so. Yeah, just. that's That was part that sucked. Yeah. So just. I never left a review or something. Because you don't want to ruin someone's life. Yeah. But also check reviews. Yes. You oh, can, my God. Especially you may... when it comes to doctors. I know this. Yeah. Undisclosed, please. But especially with weddings, like if you go with a specific florist, you need to read the reviews. Because yes. I've known people that have gone through a florist and they had horrible reviews and they end up having a horrible time. And if this is going to be the one time you get married in your life 
or you know two or three depending on you know how your future goes but if this is going to be the one moment about you you need to make sure it can go the best it can because things get will go at wrong least 80 get your stuff at least 80 to 90 percent perfect because i promise you will not be 100 percent perfect yes so if things they are not always going to be perfect right. make it as perfect as you can there were so many venues that we looked at that I was like, oh my God, I wish we could take this cool bar from this one and put it to and mix it with this, how big this venue is or mm-hmm. where it's located. It's just one, it was like so many things, but this one was definitely the best bank front buck. We had the mirror photo booth, which love that. That was a good investment. And they, yeah. and they print an extra picture for you. You just have to supply a, a photo album. Mm-hmm. So that's, or something that we have that's really nice. Now, we also got, you know, we did the wedding favors, shot glasses, and stuff like that. And then we had, instead of a guest book, we had, like, a picture frame thing that you put, like, the little wooden hearts in it that they mm-hmm. sign. Well, let's just say we had a couple penises, <laughs> scribbles. I don't know who did it, <laughs> but now I cannot hang it up. You could still hang it up. No, I'm not hanging it up. Hang it up in your bedroom. We'd literally have to unscrew it, open it up, get the penis one out. I'm not doing it. It's... Do you think their name's on the other side? I don't care. <laughs> That's the thing. I just don't even care. So that was pointless. And also, you have to pick up. I, I, we had an open bar or whatever, but you have to pick up because they have like an event the next day at this specific mm-hmm. venue. So we're... <laughs> Which I thought, I thought that was kind of messed up. I feel like, you know, that should have been included in the price that, you know, there's people. Everyone's wasted. Because as soon as it was over. I felt like I was the most sober one there. It was my wedding. Yeah. Because as soon as the venue, as soon as the whole uh, reception was over, I did not see a single crew member from the venue. They like left. Yeah. I feel like they didn't help pick up. No. They picked up like maybe like my cake and threw it away. (laughs) Yes. That's what they did. (laughs) So my dad was like extra, like I said, not as many people showed up as we invited. And oh, they had to be invited. Their crown for invitations did not show up. Yeah. Um, my dad, we had the, they gave us roller carts though to bring out to our car. The shot glasses. Yeah. <laughs> On the concrete and the gravel and the gravel. My shot glasses were coming off left and right. My dad, yeah. my dad's like, crap, crap. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping my shot glasses. Um, also, one thing I did not, but like I said, you cannot, it's not always going to be perfect. One thing I did not enjoy about our venue is they didn't let you have colored rose petals. Mm-hmm. White only, Because right? there was a specific box that had maroon, navy, and gold that I wanted white only in a certain material. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, no, no. Real, they had to be real white petals, and they swore if you call this florist the day of the wedding, they know us and you get them. Uh-uh. Nope. No, and I didn't worry about it because it's my wedding day. So my mom and Kevin's like an mom. aunt or something. No, Kevin's mom's friend. They figured out and they went to go get our, mm-hmm. our white petals. Um, but that was like they had that's a, insane. They had to pick request. them off of the roses. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's asking too much. Because mm. it might stain your floor. Well, maybe I should invest in a, a runner. Because mm. that really <laughs> made me mad. <laughs> Besides, the music was the biggest part. That, that, that yeah. really made me mad. Yeah. The reception music is, was popping, That is forever <laughs> in my wedding videos now. Yeah. 
Um, what I think that I, what I liked specifically about your wedding was the uh, little business cards you had with the wedding playlist. That I put in the shop guys. It had a QR code. I love you. And unique. I made a Spotify wedding yes. playlist. Which you can still find. Because I wanted to do, I wanted to burn CDs, but it was going to be actually pretty expensive. And there's no way to tell if the burn CD worked. We'd have to run them all Man. after burning them. And then nobody has a CD player anymore. Yeah. So this was the best next bet. And it was, it was, it was a very nice touch. I, I thoroughly I wonder, enjoyed it. I, you're the only person, because you knew that I was doing it. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else did it. Yeah. Like if they used my QR code or like listened to the card. I liked your invitation too. I liked to trifold. Yep, I like that too. I had a trifold wedding invitation. For my wedding, I think I want to do like scrolls or something digital. That would be cool and cool. Yeah. And especially, talk about your dream wedding. Go ahead. So, so my dream wedding is Cinderella fairy tale princess style. Um, I will not be wearing a dress, but I do want to wear something that is the color of Cinderella blue and maybe has like a cape. Probably custom, yeah. Yes, custom made. Um, it may have a cape or some type of, you know, runner that runs behind me. So it still, you know, gives off the wedding dress feel. Um, but it, it's basically Cinderella themed. I want to come to the wedding venue in a carriage. Oh, you've settled on a venue now? No, I haven't settled on a venue, but I... No, no, no. Tell them where you originally wanted to get married. Oh, Disney World. Not just the Disney World venue. He wants the castle. The castle. The castle. Yeah. He wants to rent the whole park. Yeah, it's only one hundred eighty thousand. If anybody wants to start a GoFundMe, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it has to be Cinderella themed. Everything is gonna be baby blue, white, and gold. Um, I've looked at shoes that I priority picked out, because um, even though you know, I I didn't really think about weddings growing up. I always knew I wanted something extravagant course um but it has to be i think i would be a bridezilla i really do think i would be one because things have to go perfect for me especially when it's my name on the line it's not going to though i know it won't be i know it won't be but yeah um but i i I do want written vows to be said out loud i know i know that's a point of contradiction for a lot of people Oh, it's beautiful, and I'd love to witness it, but I could not. Yeah. First of all, that's okay, I am so weird. I have problems. I don't like to, even though I like physical touch like with my partner, PDA. I don't like hugging people. Don't touch me, you know? Uh, I don't, and I can't say, I, I'm still trying. I, I want to get to this point. But I, for some reason, cannot call my partner, babe, baby, honey, love. Like, let me I show you how off, say it out loud. off-putting Amber is. I will give you a story. Uh, one of the first Christmases we exchanged gifts, she gave me a really nice gift and everything. And I literally had to look her in the eyes and go, can I hug you? Because I knew how much she hated hugs. And she goes, I guess. And as soon as I hugged her, you could feel her whole body tense up. And it was literally like half a millisecond. I was like, I can't do this. It's so awkward. Yeah. I mean, I have like other funny stories. I mean, it's not funny. It's very sad. Oh. But remember, uh, something happened, let's just say. And the person was like, go ahead. Hug your brother. And I'm like, we don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. What the heck? 
<laughs> like I told the lady that straight in her face. I was like, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So weird. Yeah. I'm messed up. Okay. I don't know why. We all are. But yeah, I want my wedding vows to be said out loud. That's beautiful. I'll cry. I've, I've cried every time someone has written wedding vows. And I'm I sure I will blow. I will blow. Oh yeah, I was blowing like a baby. Before my favorite part was standing next to the maid of honor and hearing. <laughs> oh me, me and Kevin were boohoo. Yeah. Oh, he was boohoo. Everyone was crying. A lot. And I'm, for someone who's like, I feel like I'm not much of an empath. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, if someone's crying on TV, I'm gonna cry now, mm-hmm. and I used to be complete opposite. But yeah, all it takes someone to start crying to yeah. start crying. Yeah, you made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> you made me cry. It it was just it, we not not necessarily we, but we talked about that moment for so long, and it was just a fulfilling moment for you to finally have that. Yes. It. Was, oh my gosh. That and I could I, I couldn't see you. I could see Kevin crying. I'm like oh, because I crying. like gave him an ultimatum. Basically, we'd been together so long. I was like, you got five years. So, not when we made five years, but it was in year five Mm -hmm. that he proposed finally. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, proposals. We bought a house in like July 18th of 2019. Oh, wow. Very specific. Yeah. (laughs) And... We had a household party around August or something because it was around his birthday. And everyone came. It would have been perfect. It was the LSU game. No, no, no. That's when he actually broke. Oh. But the household party, we were opening up our gifts. It would have been so perfect. We had everybody there. A lot of people showed up. He, We opened up all our gifts. He says, oh, wait, there's one more. We he thought goes that and was gets something out of the cabinet. It was a freaking card. Everyone thought he was about to propose to me. Like people, the got air got mad. sucked out of the room. Yeah, literally, people came up to me after that and was like, "Oh my god, blah blah blah, things gonna propose." And then people went up to him and was like, "Dude, what the heck is wrong with you?" And then like someone talked to him and he's like, "Why haven't I proposed?" And like I think he made plans to after that. So come September, August, September. So literally after the mm-hmm. housewarming party. Yeah. In September, like, 19th or something, uh, we got engaged. Mm-hmm. And I had a feeling. I called Steven. I called my friends. I was like, tell me if I'm crazy. He wants us to have a house, like, a, a get-together at our house for an LSU game. And he's inviting, like, all of his family. I'm like, that's just not like us. You know, because... Well, I don't like to have a lot of parties at our house. So it stresses me out to have a lot of company and I have yeah. dogs and stuff and I don't know. And and they were like, well, we're not invited. And they're like, if you're engaged, well, I said, well, I'll, I'll ask him if I can invite y'all. So I asked him and yeah, I invited my two closest friends, Stephen and Ashley. Right? That's all. It was just y'all, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, like, basically all of me and Kevin's family. Yeah. Immediate family. So, the day of, though, I told Steven, I was like, it's 50 There's a feeling, yeah. I was like, it's 50-50. No, because, like, I was, like, so sure up until the day. 
I was like, no, 50 50, because he's not acting right. Like, he's not acting like he's going to propose to me. Yeah. And he had a beer in his hand, and I was like, oh, no, he's drinking. Nope, this is literally just a get together party or something. Yeah. And sure enough, halftime or something hits. Yeah. And he goes outside and like, where the heck they kept me? And my dad went with him. I wish you could see him before that because he was pacing around the whole kitchen. I didn't pay attention. Woo. And he comes in the house or whatever. And but I stand up or y'all made me stand up or like switch seats. No, I think he told you to stand up. He's like, hey, come here or something like that. And like I stood up and it, it, he did listen because that's my, one of my dreams. I collect snow globes and he had a snow globe that said, will you marry me? And he got down, he got down on knee and like just, you know, showed me the snow globe and I guess the ring after I can't even remember it happened so fast I was freaking out. I remember my dad making fun of him. He's like, you were supposed to shake it first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think everyone yelled crying, Newsom, shake it, shake it. <laughs> but it was perfect. And it was, that wasn't the ring I wanted at the time. Because I was trying to find cheaper rings to like mm-hmm. make. I'm like, come on, please propose to me, you know. Uh, it but it was so cute. It was the first ring I ever looked at that mm-hmm. I wanted that he remembered. And you were with us, weren't you, at the mall? Mm-hmm. We walked into the case because yep. he finally was like, "Yeah, we can go." Because I always joke about like, "Let's go into mm-hmm. K's or sales." And we go in there, and it's the very first ring that I ever wanted. And I said, "I like this one, but the middle part was too small mm-hmm. or too big." So he basically, that ring didn't exist anymore. When it finally came time for him to propose, he had to custom design that exactly. ring. So, it's awesome. Again, gifts with thought. <laughs> yes, yes, that's thoughtful. Yeah. Um. So, we went through the proposal, we went through the wedding, now comes the honeymoon. Honk, honk. So, which one's better, the honeymoon or the wedding? Honeymoon. Really? I don't know. <laughs> It depends. I there's guess. there's people that say the honeymoon's better. Well, it's like I said, you have your moment. I mean, that's something you'll always remember for the rest of your life. It, but it's so fast, and there's so many people there, and then you with the honeymoon, get to, you, you get to enjoy it. Husband and wife. Yeah. You know. Everything gets to set in. And it's just you two, and it's so real, and you're lovey dovey, like uh, puppy love again. So it's fun. It was baby time. It was... (laughs) Yes. Little did we know, it was baby time. (laughs) Uh, Fun fact, my my child may have already been cooking. um, Yeah. Before, because we did attempt, purposely, because we knew we wanted to have babies, uh, a baby, like, as soon as we were married. Like, be pregnant. First comes love, then comes marriage, and then a baby in a baby care. Everyone, we talked to our family about that. Because I had like a, like a niece that I was pregnant. And they're like, why aren't you trying before? Because it's not that easy, you know, to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. So y'all should start trying now, right before the wedding while you're ovulating and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, we tried like two times and I put it on my calendar just in case. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I was still testing negative and stuff. Yeah. And I was testing negative on the honeymoon because I brought tests and everything. Because I was drinking <laughs> moonshine. <laughs> we went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. I mean, we've been there before, but it was just. Classic. Do you feel like there's, that? Was, every time you go, there's always more to do. Do Even you feel like that you, was the perfect pick? For us, yeah. Okay. I mean, affordable. 
and Rom- you know, I would say it's romantic. Yeah, it was, I feel yeah, like Tennessee's it romantic. Was it was good. And I, I mean, I tasted it all day. What was your other choice? So Yellowstone was big. We wanted to go to Wyoming or Wyoming. Montana or something, but that would have been really interesting. That'd been boring and just tent, like you basically be camping the whole time, exactly just connecting with her. But honestly, I would have loved to go go to Hawaii. Or something. Yes, I mean, I, but that is was too out of reach. Yeah, of money. That's mega money. Yeah, especially for a honeymoon. Oh, like you know, people get to go to the private islands or the huts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I wish. Oh, Bora Bora. Bora Bora. Yeah. I mean, that's a dream, but it was fun. And we didn't stay in a cabin. We stayed, like, in a hotel that had, like, a tub, like, a jacuzzi tub in the mm-hmm. room. Like, literally right next to the bed. So, that was so cool. And that was perfect for us because we went out every single day. Yeah. And, like, did stuff. I see. I, I would think that a Tennessee honeymoon would probably be better than Hawaii meant a honeymoon because it's more... I don't want to say intimate, but it's it's more you and you and your spouse's time. With Hawaii, it's something brand new, something you've never done before. You don't know where to go. Like I feel like it'd been more stressful unless. So you think you should go to something more familiar? Not necessarily more familiar, but something where you can you know at least navigate easier. So like, if you go to like. Hawaii, go to like Sandals Resort or something like a resort yes. where you're only secluded to like this one yes. thing. So it's not like you have to go and ex- yeah. discover different things. Yeah. A lot of people go on cruises too. Me and Kevin never went on a cruise. We want to. That's what we want to do for our 10 year. I'm going next week. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. <laughs> yeah, probably by the time this comes out, I will before. be out of the country. <laughs> Can't <Okay>. wait. <laughs> no. So where where do you want to go on your honeymoon? Um, Obviously, I love Europe. I've still never been to Europe. My ultimate goal is to go to Italy. Um, but for now, I think I would want my honeymoon to probably be somewhere more beachy. See, that's what I'm saying. You said not necessarily Hawaii. Was good, but like everyone envisions beach, yeah. like water. Yeah. Well, it, it would probably have to be a cruise, something where I'm secluded. Like I couldn't go somewhere. Like I can't just fly to Hawaii and stay in a random hotel because i'd want to i'd want to investigate everything right it, w- it wouldn't be a time to actually enjoy each other so I, I feel like something not not necessarily you know miami or something but something where i feel like you know like like we said a sandals resort like it's yeah. it's there that's what you're doing you basically have a set you know boundary you leave here i mean you can but like yeah. it'd be too hard Kind of thing. I still want to see the Northern Lights. That's oh, one of your Alaskan your Italy cruise. is my Northern Lights. I'm telling you, for your 10 year anniversary, going Alaskan cruise. That seems cold. It's actually not. I have asked everyone who's been on cruises, and they all say Alaskan cruise is the best cruise they've ever been on, which I think is crazy. And you sure you can see the Northern Lights? Might only, might only you had to go to certain times. Yeah, year. you have to go to certain times. Um, I had a coworker that just went. A month or two ago and there was no northern lights when she went at that time well i have to look at it because i think i'd rather do that than fly to like the there's only so many places yeah. you can see the northern lights yeah. and they're very cold and the alaskan cruise i think goes through canada too i've always wanted to go to canada yeah love <laughs> love uh, what's your ideal 
like, is it Cinderella? Or, I mean, if you watch Cinderella now as an adult, it's a lot different than when we were kids. Like, The Notebook, I will still cry every single time. Like, that is the ideal. Not yeah. love story like where they came apart and went together. No. It's like where you died together. Yeah. But it's like the ultimate goal. Because no one wants to die before each other. That's the biggest fear. I just think... What was the quote you said earlier? To know someone to love someone? Yes. It's also like losing someone too. Yeah. Because they say... You don't know what you got till it's gone. Being in pain, like the fear, like losing someone is because there was so much love. Exactly. So to... To have that pain means that pain, you. No one wants to die before the other loved one. Yeah. They want to they say, I want to die first. So I don't want to live without you. Yeah. Me and Tyler go back and forth all the time. I was like, no, I'm dying for you. <laughs> um, I'm just going to take my CPAP machine off. Uh, <laughs> literally. Uh, but no, I think at Cinderella, I think has a lot of, you know, effect on my whole entire life. Um, she's, you know, she didn't necessarily grow up poor, but she lived a poor life. Um, <laughs> Um, I, I'm obsessed with blondes. Um, I'm a fake blonde. Well, there's so many renditions that that yeah. story has came. But the Disney Cinderella. Um, so I love rags to riches stories. Um, but I lo- for love. For love, it's it's the it's the moment when they dance. I've I've cried to the live action one. I cried to the animated so one. You're more love at first sight. Because what message is that showing you? It's just he liked the girl that he didn't know. Not not that he didn't know. It's just they they never met each other before, but in that moment they really connect like so intimately and know each other so well that they could you know dance like that. And out of everyone in the room, he chooses her, and like even after, and it's like even after you know he gets what he wants to be chosen and to be chased. Cause Ooh, yeah. yeah, cause at he the end she show. runs away and he will not stop till he finds her. And I love endearing love. I want love that never stops. Don't ever stop chasing me. That's true. That's why a lot of people. That's why marriage is in not. They say money is number one, and I guess cheating is number two. But number three, <laughs> <laughs> number three's got to be because it gets lazy. Yeah. Don't get lazy with your love. It's it's worth fighting for. We had so many, like, as me and Kevin were dating, like, we had so many friends that are like, oh my god, just leave him. Like, like talking about other, mm-hmm. like, other mutual friends we had. And we're like, what? It's not, that's what's wrong. You don't, I mean, in today's day, if it's not what you want, it's not what you want or whatever. Yeah. But nobody fights anymore. Love is not, remember you had that perfect, you thought it was this perfect fairy tale. Mm-hmm. And it's not love is something you have to it's fight work. for. It's work. It may feel like all puppy duppy at the beginning because that's it's all figuring someone out, but once you figure someone out and you know, it's growing with yeah. them and you're changing yeah. and you have to constantly work for it. And I think the most beautiful mo- moment is to be able to sit back with someone and be like, you know, look look where we came from. Mm-hmm. Look who we, we were. We say that all the time. Yeah, it's I, I never I never I, I never say you should live in the past, but it's it's nice to recognize. You, you know? have to stop, even not even just love, just in life, and look back and say, "Look how far I've come." Yeah. Even if you're not even in a good part 
of your life at this moment, there's always something to be grateful for. Yeah. It could be worse. It could always be worse. It could. So there's always something like, well, at least I have this. All right. Your number one love advice tip. Oh, a lot of people say don't go to bed angry, but that's, I mean. I've done it. Oh, (laughs) me too. Multiple times. (laughs) Don't recommend it. Um, Oh, God. I mean, that's just it. Like, uh, I'm still learning. It's constantly growing, constantly learning, being open to, you know, but it's not giving up. Uh, there's been points we've been together so long where Kevin want, like once or twice wanted to take a break. I said, I don't believe in breaks. There is or there isn't. Yeah. So if you want to be on a break, we're, like, then we're breaking up type yeah. of thing. Some people do believe in that. And some people, some relationships do need that to come back together. But not me. I just didn't believe in that. I kept fighting for it. So it's, that's probably yeah. my relationship advice. Uh, but other advice was someone said, don't ever say divorce. Like, don't ever threaten it. You know? Oh, because if you threaten it, you are getting divorced. That's what they're saying. Like, don't even say the word. Like, there, I saw that advice on social media. Yeah. Uh, recently, someone else said, uh, it's relationships not 50-50. It's 100 and 100. Ooh, that's a good it's one. It's not, oh, I do 50% of the work and you do 50% of the work. No, no, no. You would give each other our all. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. You didn't see that recently? No. That's like been a big one that was going around lately. Hmm. 100 and 100. 100 and 100. My new one is 110 and 110. (laughs) More. (laughs) All about them gains. We got stop. We got power. (laughs) Like you were saying earlier, don't let's the chase. Like don't be lazy with your love. You have to, and we do have dips. It's always that's the same fight we always have. Is like hey. Literally dipped. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally like, hey, you know, you have to keep fighting for me. You know, don't. It's not always easy. And there won't, you're not going to always be able to see those dips. You have to keep it alone. Yeah. My, my number one thing is to make sure love is fun. I don't think, I don't think love should ever be boring. I think you should always not want to try something new. So they should be your best friend. They should be your best friend. They should be someone who supports you in every cause. If you are excited about something, they don't have to be excited, but they got to act excited. <laughs> yeah. Like they get excitement out of your excitement. Passion for passion. I'm all about passion. And you know, as long as so you like I said I'm still I'm still learning. I I'm as a Scorpio, I'm passionate and I love deeply. Mhm. But like I said, I have some issues. I yeah. I wish my goals is to eventually be able to be like, babe, baby, you know. It's I just can't do little, that either. Uh, I just say my love. See, but I can't even like, something's wrong with me. Yeah. I want to. I want to. I want to be that cute mm-hmm. where I, I call Kevin a cute word. But maybe it's just not who you are. I mean, he's called me like babe yeah i get called babe but when he says amber i'm like ew like that is so weird coming off your coming out of your mouth that's not my name oh it doesn't affect me 
well, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just like even even if he doesn't like when when me and him talk, it's not even always calling me a name. Like we're just the sentence is just said. Yeah. So not until like up until recently have I really heard him say my name. I'm like, whoa, that is so weird. You never sit here and say Amber. That's weird. I don't know. I like I like hearing my name. Like I feel like names have power. Mm, no, there's I, a lot of Stevens out there. I know, but I'm the Steven. <laughs> the Hawkins. No, that's PH. That's Stephen. <laughs> but no like love should be something that you know it's it's not gonna be easy but it should be love is hard yeah love is love is hard love is work but love should be also be something you should enjoy it's just like having a job if you go to work and you hate your job every day yeah obviously that that's not the job you love What's well, not? It's not always sunshine. Yeah, that's the thing. There's so really hard days. If you're just gonna be with someone and it's gonna be doom and gloom every day, and you feel like you have to try hundred and twenty percent, hundred thirty percent, and they're not trying, then you're just investing time that and nothing. So I think it's you know there should be that passion for passion and that fun and wanting to you know experience new things. Uh, recently my boyfriend said he was talking to a friend and he's like, well, what do y'all do for fun? And the girl goes, we're adults now. We mow the lawn. We do chores around the house. And I'm like, that, that's, that's not something I ever want. Like, it's fine. Like, of course you're going to have chores and mowing lawn and everything, but that, that's not fun. That's, yeah. I want to experience new things. I want to grow. I want to, I don't care if I'm 80 if I got my walker, I better be seeing something new. I better be going down the street. Dang it. There was something I was going to say, and I cannot remember what it was. Love. <laughs> it was like a quote or something. Like like I said in the last uh, video, I'm not very religious, but my favorite quote from the Bible is about love. Love is kind. Love is patient. Love does not boast. Love isn't prideful, something like that. I put some um, verses on the wedding invitation. Yours was, I finally found the soul whom I love, uh, or something. I found the one my soul loves. Yes. My soul loves. They have that Hobby Lobby. Well, that's cute. Yeah. Better than gather. Believe. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. One thing I hate is like super cheesy quotes but sometimes you gotta be cheesy with love too that's what makes it funny and fun like what what do you mean um you're making me cringe just thinking about it uh, stop that uh one time i slipped and called tyler the love of my life and he's like you're what what'd you say the love of your life and he just kept going on about it. and no see you call me out that's what's the problem like the one time i did call kevin maybe he's like did you just call me that yeah like, i will never ever yeah. call you that again it was embarrassing but it was funny and fun and you know still we make fun of it to this day kevin accidentally told me he loved me the first time when we first started dating yeah and then he in to try to pick up his mess he said oh i thought you're my mom that made it even worse I came to Barton Balls at his job, like his, one of his very first jobs. He's like, all right, bye, love you. And I said, no, you did not. <laughs> and he said, I thought you were my mom. 
said, like, he was just digging his grave deeper. Lord of mercy. Any other tips you have on love, life? Like, RuPaul, you, you really do have to love yourself. Oh, yeah. Love, love isn't just about being with someone else. It is about loving yourself yeah. and taking time um, to actually figure out you yourself. Don't love yourself, then you don't. You accept the love you think you deserve. Ooh, that's a good quote. You, it is absolutely true. Like if you're getting abused, there's always someone out there. You know, someone will help you. There's hotlines and stuff, but you do not deserve it. Yeah. Even if they're manipulating you or something. You don't deserve it. You're better yeah. than that. And and I think the people who that a lot of times that happen to, they happen like I've watched documentaries recently, their parents. They yeah. seen their dad do mm-hmm. that to their mom. Yeah, there was a period I I went through really bad self-hatred and I don't think I would have ever even been in a relationship or anything if I didn't learn to, you know, I mean, of course, we all struggle with self-confidence and everything, and that's a daily struggle. But, like, I learned to, you know, not hate myself. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to love yourself, but you got to not hate yourself. It's a constant battle, like you said, every day. Yeah. Like, my weight fluctuates, and it's like, I sometimes I get disgusted with myself, but I have to remember... When I was at my biggest, people were still sliding my DMs. <laughs> I can tell you. You know, I was also in a relationship, obviously. But I, ooh, does that give you a self-confidence boost? Someone slides every DM. Oh, and you're yeah. like, me? <laughs> no. Like you said, it's the chase or whatever. Yeah. You felt flattered. Yeah. But, yeah, love yourself. And don't only accept the love you think you, what did I just say? <laughs> You accept the love you think... Yeah, you accept the love you think you deserve. So, always, you deserve the best. Yeah. And you need to give that, too. Yes. Get get what you give. Exactly. Like they say, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. Or someone said, nope, it's happy something, happy home. Happy life, happy marriage, or something like that. Happy home, happy... Something like that. It was something like that, basically, Mm. like, it's not just about the wife. You need to... Yeah. Do the same for your husband. Yeah. Put in effort for both of each other be the person you would want your daughter or son to date you know yeah. set an example you know what that's I mean? a little weird but okay <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say like obviously before you open your mouth and call that girl yeah put yourself in their shoes yeah. would you want someone to say that to your daughter yeah no I understand her future husband yeah don't don't yeah. give your wife anything less than you would want for your daughter. Exactly. Another like another way like if you something about friends. I got this. Hang on. Oh, if you're in a relationship and you're with someone that you wouldn't want your best friend to be in a relationship with. That's like the same as though, but you don't have a child, so you don't think that way. You're literally just reiterating what I'm about, what I just said. Yeah, but this is for people that are in a relationship, so they know that they deserve better. If, if the way that you're being treated, you wouldn't want your best friend to be treated that way, then you probably shouldn't be with them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's hard to realize that you don't that that you don't deserve something until you look at it from an outside's perspective. You know. And the things that me and you ran to each other about, about our partners, like mm-hmm. when, because when, obviously everyone gets frustrated at one point. Yeah. That you're a liar if you say you don't like talk yeah. about. You always defend Kevin and I find myself defending Tyler. Well, yeah. So obviously. Because we got to be truthful with each other. And we. Right. Because you, when in your. Saying, sometimes you have those friends that are just like, oh my God. Like they, they tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. But you always need that friend that will tell you what you need to hear. Exactly. And you will always defend yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Because there's always two sides of some story. Yeah. And at, at the you end know, of like, You probably didn't mean that. Like, you know. Yeah. And because, you know, we want to overreact and like yeah. be super mad in the moment. Yeah. We're mad. Yeah. And we'll acknowledge each other's feelings and be like, yes, that wasn't right. But maybe that wasn't the way they thought it. But it's never the end, like what we're saying. We no. just want to rant. Yeah. And, and But other friends will be like, oh my God, leave him. Yes. So. That's that's another way relationships don't work. So obviously, work. if bringing that back around, if I didn't think that that was like detrimental to how you should be treated, mm-hmm. then I would, you know. Yeah. Um, I recently had a coworker who is recently divorced after about four decades of marriage. God. Yes, um, it was a struggle and everything. And she looked at me and she gave me some advice. She said, just remember that a marriage is between two people. Don't let other people get involved in your marriage. Yep. That's true. Because then they, you're the, you're the person that loves them. Your, your friends, they don't, they don't love them the same way you do. They're not going to see them the same way you do. So you're going to have those friends and be like, leave them. Just, just get rid of them. Move on. And, you know, it may convince you to make the wrong decision. Because there's there's people that have made the wrong decision and left the ones they loved and saw they regretted. And sometimes it's too late. So. I, I feel like we're speaking in circles now, though. Because we also said, if you wouldn't want your friend and... All that kind of stuff. So you're saying don't let someone's advice affect your relationship at the same time. Or just keep good friends around them and give you the truthful advice. Right. I think it, it has a deeper meaning. Like don't let it's between you and your yeah. husband. That, mean, it, that usually means another person gets in between you as in a like someone cheats. Well, I think it's also just don't have too many hands in the pot. Because... If you had that one person on your shoulders, like, yeah, get rid of him, get rid of him, get rid of him. And then, you know, you just keep listening to that person because you go to them every time you and that person have that problem. It would lead you to probably lead them. More fights and stuff. Yeah. So. You are who your friends are. Who exactly. You <laughs> that, that friend that's giving you advice, how's their relationship? Oh, that's a good one, too. How's their relationship? Yeah. So well, don't be yeah. taking advice from someone yeah. who's probably not happy. And you, and you also another thing is you don't have to share every problem. Yeah. There's there's some problems you can probably figure out on your own without venting about. Right, and be careful what you say to your parents. Oof, yeah. I learned that very young. Yeah. It, in early relationships, because the parents, your parents don't forget. No. They don't forget. So you need to be careful when you're in your marriage. You know? Yeah. Because 
But you don't want them to permanently see them a certain way just because you were mad in that moment. Exactly. That's not even going to be a big deal. You don't even remember down the road. Yeah, that's true. But parents don't forget. They never do. So that's another, I guess that's what that person also meant. Yeah. Possibly because, I mean, not just parents, maybe family. Just in general. Blood won't forget. So remember, love others, love yourself. Do unto others as you want done to yourself. And that's about wrapping up this episode. Amen. Happy loving. (laughs) Happy loving. You've been listening to Hashtag Hashtag Same. Same.